National Championship Monday is finally here. Let's do it. Let's hit the books. Part of the Hammer Betting Network. Alongside the man, the myth, the legend himself, Joey Kanish. Producer extraordinaire, Zach Phillips. I am merely Brad Powers. We have a loaded 90-minute show for you guys here. Obviously, we'll get to your questions and comments and concerns, whether it covers tonight's game or anything else relating to college football. But special to this show, we have a multitude of guests. First and foremost, here in a few minutes, we are going to fire it up with franchise. We'll be talking player props and such. He is my favorite college football prop person on the planet. It'd be good to talk to him. And then later in the show, right around 515 to 540, Douglas Farmer, Parker Fleming. Uh, they hold on the fort when we're not doing the show uh, during the middle of the week. They're going to come on and give their final thoughts as far as the national championship and any other things that are on their minds. First and foremost, so before we get to the guest, before we get to the chat, Kanish, how was your weekend, man? And, and what, how are you feeling here as we get closer and closer to kickoff? Well, not that we got a NFC North uh, T-shirt in there for the chat. And it's time to add another trophy to the trophy case tonight, my man. Uh, so feeling good. Um, yeah, I think it'll be a good one tonight. I uh, got a nice little show lined up here. Last ride for the season. So uh, hopefully we can go out uh, go out uh, on top here. So excited to to get it going. Um, and glad, glad Moretto finally was able to book, uh, you know, franchise. Get us a couple guests here. Finally got off his ass, you know, to do something here, you know, working. <laughs> so it's tough to get those Canadians to, uh, you know, do a little something. So, uh, but no, yeah, it should, be, it should be a good one tonight. I'm excited. Before we bring on franchise, let me remind everybody that Hit the Books is brought to you by BetStamp. The easiest way to improve as a sports better is to use multiple sports books and always getting the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like BetStamp. BetStamp compares odds across every sports book for games, futures, and player props. You can save time and money by checking BetStamp before you bet. Download the app today. If you're looking to sign up for a new sports book account, please check out the offers available at BetStamp.app. Slash hit the books, or you can hit the link in the description. If you sign up through this page, it does help support the show. All right, without further ado, if you guys were wondering why we started a little bit late today, it's because <laughs> of our next guest. I'm making his first appearance. No pressure. The mysterious one who said he shall not be known via video. He can only do audio. It is Mr. Franchise. We welcome Franchise to the show this is my first time talking to him, so I'm actually excited. I've been reading this guy's stuff for years and years and years. What's happening, franchise? Uh, how you feeling before the game? Uh, hey, fellas, I'm feeling great. Uh, I'm actually I, I can't disclose my location. Um, <laughs> all I can say is I'm with a former off-field Michigan staff member, and let's just say I've got the goods uh, on the props tonight. We're going to be riding the high horse, if you know what I mean. Yeah, let's just uh, you know you just uh, you know you can send that check uh, to that to that person you're with. Uh, you sign it for Joey K, and uh, you know uh, and and see, you can leave the Washington practice facility now. Uh, we don't we don't want to get it caught up in there. So uh, if anybody asks you, you, you don't know either of us. But uh, great to have you on. Uh, I know uh, you know we've been trying to get you on for a while. I'm a man of mystery, but uh, I know one of the good friend of mine and one of, one of the best in the business. Uh, so hopefully uh, full slate. Big slate of props tonight. Um, hopefully, we still got a couple to pick off the cherry. Let's just get right to it. And I'm not asking you to release everything. Uh, and obviously, stuff is moved. But uh, franchise, how are you looking at attacking tonight's game? I mean, we'll start side and total. And, uh, you know, as far as your portfolio, is there anything that you specifically attacked as far as the player props outside of stuff? Probably some outliers as far as, uh, when, you know, markets. So 
you know, a lot more availability on a game like tonight. But uh, how did you go about attacking tonight's game? Yeah, I think that it's nice in a game like this where you kind of get a more like NFL um, prop slate where just about every player gets listed in some capacity, which is not the case for for most weeks. So you do get a lot of options. Um, I would say that the easiest way for me to break down kind of how my handicap worked is I kind of just look at the fundamentals of how I think this game is going to go. What is the strength of the Michigan offense against the weakness of the Washington defense? Well, that's a, that's a pretty easy one. It's, it's the Michigan run game uh, against a very, very bad Washington rush defense. And um, where I, I did something a little bit different here, um, I think that uh, Blake Corum would be the obvious uh, option as far as who will be running the ball. And he's you know going to have the lion's share uh, of the carries. But I actually really like J.J. McCarthy uh, rushing over uh, in this one. It has gotten knocked up a little bit. I don't know if we can see kind of where we're at there. Uh, I'm good with an over uh, on any on any of those numbers, and um, it'll just give me a little bit of time here just to 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 give you my insight into to why that is. You look at Quinn Ewers last game, eight rushes, 54 yards with a long of 21. Bo Nix, the game before that, six rushes, 69 yards with a long of 44. Then you have a Cam Ward dud in there where he gets sacked a bunch. And then you have DJU, six carries, 53 yards with a long of 26. And, and I can keep going down the list. Ashton Daniels, 18 for 81. Teams have shown they've been able to, to attack this team using their quarterback. And so I, I think that even if you look at the, the first game, for example, when Oregon played Washington, Nick's only had seven for 14 with a long of 14. So what did they learn from that game? Well, go ahead and run in the next game, six for 69 with a long of 44. And so when I, even just last game, if you just look at Ewers, what, what he was able to do, I mean, this guy's not a mobile quarterback, you know? I mean, his athleticism is fairly limited. He had seven for 40 against Kansas, who Kansas may actually be a decent comparison in terms of rush defense quality to Washington. And, you know, he had five games with negative rushing yards and his third highest Beyond last game, beyond Kansas was 16 yards. And so I ripped off 54 last game. And when I'm looking at something that I think Michigan did really, really well last game was they broke some tendencies against Alabama. They clearly confused yeah. Alabama on both yeah. sides of the ball. And if I look at the only thing that Michigan hasn't showed us this year, it's a legit diet of the McCarthy ground game. And I think that part of that is because they haven't needed to. In a, in a lot of games. And I'm not even saying they necessarily will have to, to have success this game, but that's the one thing that they still have um, kind of under their, uh, in their, in their pocket for this one. And, and you know, um, I'll add on it to you. Like they have usually brought it out in the highest leverage games in his career, but he was hurt for their high, I mean, for the Penn state game for the Maryland game and even the Ohio state game. Um, he, he was not a hundred percent. So I think even his rushing stats are depressed on the year from the first nine opponents being, you know, a cupcake central where you don't, you don't want to run them that much. Um, and then he was banged up. His ankle was banged up once they got into the meat of the schedule and they didn't run him as much. So I would agree with you that tonight I, I would be shocked if this wasn't his highest volume um, fr from a carrier and a running standpoint. Um, Cause, and the other guy, like, 
Donovan Edwards just hasn't been good. That Like, handing the ball to him hasn't worked all year. Khalil Mullings, you know, he was banged up a little bit. He had a soft gas on. So I think he's probably their second most dynamic rusher tonight in terms of the options they have. Yeah, and in terms of even, like you said, um, you go back to that game against TCU last year. He had 10 for 52 along a 39. So I feel like Bo Nix is the template. They never run him in games they don't have to. And then you see him in a game where he needs to run. They run him. And, I mean, go back to that pattern. Look at, uh, I think it was uh, Trevor Lawrence in in 2018. They hardly used him as a rusher, 6 for 27. Then in 2019, they run him more against Ohio State and LSU, 16, 107, 10, 49. And then Brad against your your fighting Irish, you know, even though that wasn't a a playoff game, I mean, that was a dogfight, which – you know, that that was a 47-40 game. You know, he he runs for 1490 in that one. And again, these are different quarterbacks. I'm talking about Trevor Lawrence, but then go back to CJ Stroud uh, against Georgia last year. You know, I mean, he he hadn't run all season. You know, he's negative in half his games. Then he comes out and runs for 34. And I and I think McCarthy um has the ability to do that. So I the, to to reiterate what what you said, uh Uncle Joey, I think that that's uh that's exactly it. This is the game. This is the game where you you pull out all the stops. So I'm I'm I also played the alt uh, over fifty nine and a half uh, at ten to one. Um, oh, wow. I think right. I, I think that there is a a non zero chance that he flirts with a hundred yards rushing here if he if 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 they really if they really want to do it. I mean that would obviously take a really big one, but I think it's going to be there. Where did you find the alt numbers at? Uh, that was at DK, and that was actually yeah. still there pretty recently. So some of the other PPHs might have copied that uh, as well. All right, fair enough. Is there uh, any other ways you're looking to attack uh, the game? Because, I mean, that the, makes a hell of a lot of sense. Yeah, the, the same way. I don't have the same conviction. I played his under on his passing attempts. It was 26 and a half. Um, if you're looking at Washington games, every quarterback throws for more than that against Washington. I would just say that if Michigan's wise here, why – why would they why would they you know if 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 the ground game can't be stopped could they employ a Penn State strategy where McCarthy goes seven for eight passing and they win by double digits you know that was a Penn State defense they did that against so um the that's not a high conviction play I just think if the game script goes the way that I think it's going to go I don't see the value in what's probably going to be what, 120, 125 snap game? I mean, neither of these are tempo teams. You're looking at 60, 65 plays, probably a piece. How close to 50-50 does Michigan really want to be run past? Because with a number of 26 and a half, you're, you're flirting with 50-50. Um, so that was another one that I, um, that I played there. Um, that's all I have on the, uh, on the Michigan side uh, of the ledger, I believe. I got a question for you. Me yep. and a uh, friend of the program, Tailgate 10. We yep. like... McCarthy's passing yards over. Yeah. Uh, what's your thoughts on that one? I mean, most people do, and a lot of people I respect do. Um, again, for me, it wouldn't be I, – I just I, – I think I took a bit of the contrarian approach with the ground game, uh, with him being more involved there. I do think big plays will probably be available, especially if they are pounding away. But I think the thing that you – if the ground game is having so much success, does the game script kind of get away from that? That would be my concern. So as opposed to me playing his yards under, which I didn't prefer, I just wanted his total attempts just playing the volume game there. So I don't have a strong opinion on it one way or another. I hope that we can both get there. But, you know, in my heart of hearts, I hope that they're they're pounding, they're pounding on him so hard that we don't have to find out. 
How did you uh, attack the Washington side as, as far as player props go? Yeah, the the running game a, a little bit. Circa posted a number in the 50s uh, yesterday on Dylan Johnson. Oh, um, really? Yeah. yeah and, well, yeah, Mr. Jeff Benson's going to need to be handing out some comps to get that back after posting that number. So, uh, yeah, he was, uh, he was handing out some flappers out on the strip, uh, just going ahead and getting ahead of it. So, um, uh, hopefully the weather's nice out there, but yeah, I went under on him. I mean, I think it's down you know, 15, 15, 20 yards from there. Um, I was on him last week. I mean, 73 and a half, 84 and a half. And that was an absurd number against Texas. And, you know, now he's a man that was literally, it was hard to watch. He was writhing in pain. There was a grown yeah. man crying in agony that got carted off the field. Um, and again, all signs point to go. Um, I'm sure he will try to go, but um, I mean, at, at what point when he's in agony every game, and this seems like this just kind of exacerbated all the previous stuff, um, you know, at, a number in the fifties at 37 and I, I, I don't know that I'd mess with it anymore. Um, but conversely to that, um, I took uh, his backup, Tybo Rogers, uh, was listed 19 and a half. I think he's still probably low 20s. I took his over. Um, again, I don't think Washington's probably going to run the ball more than 15 times, maybe 20. I mean, they're pretty much wasting plays. The only negatives I could say about DeBoer's game plan last week was they wasted running the ball. You know, I mean, yeah. unless it's third and one, why why waste it? Um so, I, again, for me, I don't know if I would have played that as a standalone. They were sort of correlated to me um, on, on those where I'm kind of doubling down on that. Um, but I think uh, I think Joey posted some nice stuff about, um, you know, Pinnock's over 22 and a half completions. That makes a lot of sense um, for a lot of the reasons. I, I don't see why they're going to waste their time if they throw the ball 45 times, which seems – absurd against Michigan but again if we're figuring 60 65 snaps if he's 45 passes that still is 20 runs um can yep. he complete 50 percent of his passes yeah I think so um and then I took a couple of the ancillary guys I took uh Jalen Polk over three and a half catches um that's a number that he's gotten to in 11 of 14 this year um he catches most of his balls um he had Back-to-back no-shows against Washington State and Oregon where he had 10 targets, two drops, and no catches. But other than that, he caught three one game, and then he's been four or more every other game. So you're looking at 11 of 14. I think if Will Johnson does what he did with Maserati Marv and he travels a little bit with Odunze, you have the more favorable matchup for him uh, on the outside. Um, so I think that's that's worthwhile as well. Um and then lastly, I think I, I played um, Jack West over there, tight end, who we saw get hot last week. Uh, I played him over two and a half catches. Um, oh, I just yeah. think he's he's the proverbial safety blanket. Um, again, if you're not able to run the ball at all or really even attempting to, you can't just trust Pinnocks to be throwing bucket balls all game. you got to have four-yard flare outs if they're giving it to you with cushion. And I think that's where Westover you know, I, I, is just going to be catching those four or five-yard flares and little outs and things like that. Um, so those are those are kind of the main ones that I um, that I went after uh, in this one. I like it. Do you have any uh, conviction as far as side total money line on the game? No, not not really. I mean, I think that this is a game. I mean, it's just going to be so game script dependent that um, you know, unless you got something you know pre market way way off book, um, I didn't see a whole lot of value in the um, in in the current numbers. 
I think I see more paths forward for Michigan kind of in my diatribe uh, about what I think they're capable of doing here. I mean, BP, you're the college football historian. Has, has there ever been a worse unit in a college football playoff championship game than what Washington's rush defense is? Has there ever been a worse unit? No, I, it's historical. I mean, I'll just group in the whole defense. I yeah. mean, I, Offense or defense have not seen a unit as poor as Washington playing for the was, championship, at least yeah, in, would, in the BCS playoff era. Well, and and that's the thing. What was that was uh, either frustrating or joyful, depending on which side you were on. You know, with Sark, he's normally such a brilliant, you know, diagnostician and play caller. I, I think I really believe what I'm about to say. I've been thinking about it a little bit. I think that if Quinn Ewers, Jaden Blue. And uh, Baxter, if only those three guys touched the ball last week, they beat Washington maybe by multiple scores. Meaning, if they if if they if they only ran the ball and threw passes to their backs, I don't see because everything else they did trying to 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 throw deep, you know, throwing it forty three times, Sark just wasn't patient enough. You know, they agree. they they averaged you know two point six uh, yards on first down compared to Washington's 10.6 and that was a that the 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 announcer said that live so that was maybe not the full game but if he just would have stayed patient with the run they were running for they could have run for 300 yards if they wanted to but for whatever reason Sark got away from it I don't think Harbaugh is that's this is Harbaugh's type of game you know like I if we can run it we're going to run it until until they make a stop any plugs you want to get in or you want to step up and say something? Uh, Kanish, this is your show. I mean, I, I, I'm i sitting here acting like, uh, you know, 21 questions with him. You got anything, man? No, I, I, I talk to this guy too much every day. So I'm glad, right, I'm glad you guys got to chop it up. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting, you know, a text from him to, you know, 24-7. So it's good, good you're able to get in there. But, no, I like uh, – we and you know what? One, there's a little bit of discrepancy in the the, the market there and the panic. I know some guys uh, – some other guys like the panics under rushing yards. We went over uh, on on some low numbers there. Um, and Kyle, like under, talk- he's going to be negative tonight. I don't know. I don't. I, I again, we think Michigan. And again, this number's cut. These were one and a half and two and a half for earlier in the day. Um, but was thinking that it, it, people are reacting to this Michigan ultra, uh, you know, high blitz game plan versus a guy in Milrow who holds on to the ball. Now you're going to Michael Penix who never holds on to the ball, almost yeah. never gets sacked. And I don't think Michigan's going to be bringing six, seven, you know, all these alt blitzes. Again, so all season, they played light box, deep zone, put it, keep everything in front of you. Cause that's how, that's how they played against Ohio state three straight years in a row to beat them. They're going to play the same exact way. They're going to go. What do you think they're going to play? They're not going to play like, they're not going to let Penix throw, you know, a, you know, to a doomsday, a single coverage down the field all day. So um, and I do think Penix gets a couple of, you know, design runs. They've been keep, as you said, as you, you keep it in the bank all year. Um, and then this is the kind of game you bring it out. You saw it versus Texas. I don't know if you'll see it a bunch, but um, I, I just don't, I, I don't think you're going to see the same type of Michigan defensive game plan as you did versus Bama, uh, which would lend itself to, to Penix being able to get a couple of yards. Franchise, before we let you go, uh, if you don't mind, let's uh, go rapid fire from the chat uh, as questions uh, as far as props, uh, since you're the props guy. Uh, 
big wall tone in the chat. Penix, we were just talking about it over four and a half rush yards. Is that still playable, guys? I know you played it at one and a half, two and a half. It's yeah, that's the only way I'd go. I mean, going back to the same methodology as before, this is the game where you run him. Penix, who has a severe injury history, this is the game where you leave it all on the field. It would be over at that number, it would be over or nothing. What about Polk uh receiving yards over 53 and a half? Yeah, I think so. I'd go, I'd go over there as well. You like I like the catches better than the yards, though. You agree on that one? Yeah, I would prefer. I would definitely prefer the the catches, um, just because again, I think that there's in lieu of the run game, I think that we're just going to see some short stuff just for them to kind of stay in third and manageable. Spencer in the chat, there's a little disagreement here, but me and Tailgater on McCarthy's actual over passing yards, uh, you can find one ninety seven and a half is a fair number. I actually like the over on that one, uh, and obviously franchise gave his thoughts a little bit there. He likes uh, the attempts. Uh, under for, for McCarthy. He thinks the run game for Michigan will be good. Uh, Anthony in the chat, how uh, high do we go on the ladder uh, franchise? 65 yards plus 674, too much to ask. He's talking about uh, McCarthy's uh, rushing yards. Yeah, I mean, it's probably – I mean, I think that, that I, when, when I start getting into ladders, you start – I'm, I'm talking about more like having fun, you know, like just the fun stuff beyond that. I mean, I think that the 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 regular way to try to make your money is the 23-and-a-half, 25-and-a-half, and then, you, you, you know, you want to have some fun, a memorable time up beyond that. But you don't – you know, you don't typically get rich on playing ladders, you know. And there was a little – Spencer, there was a little better – I it got knocked down a bit from what the chat was saying, but there was like – 10 to one, eight fifty to one on 59 and a half out there. So there's a yeah, lot. Of- and, and, and if you're, if you're playing domestics, DraftKings is always going to be better on the alt market than FanDuel uh, when it comes to some of those props that, um, yeah. How about Crestman in the chat prop option for missed field goal in the game? Should I take it? I tend to like missed field goal or, or miss kick and whether it's Super Bowl or national championships, a little bit higher uh, intensity, higher pressure. What do you guys think of that? Obviously, price dependent. Yeah, I was going to say I didn't see uh, uh Chris. I didn't see uh the price on it. All right, he'll okay, get he'll get back to us. He's yeah, I mean, Chris is always if he posts a price on it, we'll ask. But I would be you know depending on. But I, I tend to agree with you too because um yeah a little bit higher leverage uh you know situation type game even though this is indoors and stuff. But I mean James Turner missed he oh. he had barely missed all year missed uh, uh missed one last week from. 47 um had michigan special teams last week almost sent me off off the bridge so uh yeah this is the type of game you know he, he, those special team units can uh, get a little dicey tom chat asked franchise what he thinks of that rogers uh any uh, anytime touchdown plus uh 235 pointed out by alex in the chat Rodgers were uh I'm, I'm drawing I'm drawing a the blank. Tybo Rod the running the backup yeah, running back Rogers, for Washington anytime touchdown. Yeah, I I probably not. I mean, I don't think that's I, I don't yeah, I'm, anytime touchdown markets are uh are usually are I mean, if you play if you play, <laughs> if you play fantasy football, you know how random touchdowns are. I just don't like that market. Like unless it's someone that you know, they're going for some type of milestone or something like that. It just it, I know a lot of people that have success with them. I know what I do well, and I don't try to be anything that I'm not. So I'm I'm capable and and comfortable saying like I, I I'm not I'm not the man for that type of market. Very well said. And plus, anytime touchdowns, exact scores, all that 
very high hold percentage for the books. When you there can't was a bet- few guys actually for Michigan last week that I thought, and then they didn't get, and one of them was Ty- Tyler Morris and Samaj Morgan and guys that actually got featured in the game plan. The one guy they didn't post was Morris. Uh, so sadly, uh, Joey K didn't, didn't cash that one. But And now if you look at all those guys compared to last week's prices this week, they're all basically cut in half. So I agree that anytime touchdown market, especially in college, is uh, usually not uh, not worth much couple more here tyler in the chat i uh, talked about uh westover uh franchise for washington you like his receptions over what about the michigan tight end loveland uh over 36 and a half yards yeah i actually thought they were going to use him a little bit more last game yeah uh, i know it's it's probably not apples to apples uh but uh, jatavian sanders was you know the best pass catcher that was uh for for texas i don't know that they line him up i don't know enough about his alignments i don't think he's he might be you know tight end and title only. Um, I, 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 he would be a guy that I would be looking at, um, you know, maybe going across the middle of the field, especially if you're doing some play action bootleg and stuff like that. Um, so I, I don't, he, he would be, I think if I were going to play an over on a, um, a pass catcher, I I would look at him. I was actually a little bit tempted by Blake Corum over five and a half, uh, receiving yards. Uh, I know he had the, the big one last game, his game log scares me uh, a little bit. Um, if I were Harbaugh, I would make sure he gets there because I think that's going to be there. I think we saw that with Texas last week. The the backs, you know, oh, had yeah. near 100 yards. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I think uh, Loveland, I'd, I'd lean that way. Two more. Uh, Connor in the chat, McCarthy, longest completion over 36 and a half. Capitalize on the light, light boxes from uh, Washington Wall. I don't think they're going to have light boxes. I think it'll be it. You better put some guys in that box. <laughs> it's going to be a long night. Yeah, I, I, that's another, um, another market that I don't, I don't play a ton of. I would say that uh, just I do follow it a little bit. That's a pretty normal number. So you're essentially that would be an average long touchdown number um, for a quarterback. Again, I, le- uh, I lean. Um, to him not throwing as much. So I wouldn't be as inclined inclined to do that. I'm just not as keen on backing his passing uh, over um, again, unless, unless the game takes a, an early turn um, that I don't foresee. Crestman uh, mentioned uh, the, the missed field goal plus plus one forty five. What's that look like guys, as far as that pricing? My only, my only qualms would be, um, thinking both teams are going to be pretty aggressive on fourth down. So I don't know if we'll get as many um, attempts. So usually I, I like the lean in terms of a, a you know college kicker, especially in a high leverage situation, missing one. I just don't know how many attempts we're going to get uh, in this game. So it pro- would probably be one I would leave alone at that price. Just my opinion. Final one for you, franchise. Uh, I do and say very popular. If, if you don't believe me, oh, people love the last, last show. Yeah. That's all we, we just did a whole show on everybody wanting his over. Uh, and it went over, right? Uh, yeah, his yeah. His receiving yards. I do say, how about his reception, six and a half? Any thoughts on that? I, you know, I, I just, I think that, um, I think they're going to be throwing it around a lot. I think Pinnock's will get him the ball as much as he can. I think he's probably going to have one of the more difficult matchups in terms of the one-on-one uh, with Johnson. Um Possibly. I mean, again, they, they could force feed him some of the short stuff, just trying to get the ball in his hands. I don't have a strong one on that one. I preferred the cheaper. I just preferred the cheaper options, um, which is kind of the theme for me of the day. Like I, 
you know, if I'm backing the passing attack for Washington, I wanted to do it as cheap as possible. And if I'm backing the rushing attack for Michigan, I wanted to do it as cheaply as possible. So I don't, I don't have a strong take on that one. That's a, that's a, that's a lot of catches, but you know, they'll, they, they probably will try. You got uh, any final thoughts, anything you want to promote? I know uh, I'm not saying this because franchise is doing the show with us. He writes a weekly column during college football season, every ACC game, every SEC game breaks it down. He has a unique perspective. It's different from my thought process. It's a must read for me every week. I really could give a shit about what most people think uh, when it comes to college football. One guy, a few guys are the exception to that rule. Franchise is one of them when he's breaking down the games and talking about what, what he is betting at. Any other things that you want to promote to the people out there? No, I don't think so. I'm my, uh, I'm a cheap date. So um, <laughs> I, I appreciate, I appreciate the kind words and uh, hope, uh, hope you guys have a uh, winning and uh, enjoyable uh, Michigan win tonight. You know, if, if Bama can't take it, uh, give it to the dragon slayer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for coming on franchise. Thanks, we brother. really appreciate it. Thanks guys. All right. There he is. Interma- international man of mystery franchise like that little disguise there uh how long have you known him that's my first time ever talking to him i mean i've reached out to him on twitter and subreddit his stuff how long have you know uh been batting with franchise i would say the better part of four or five years now um i i think we we initially he used to do uh capping the game forum where he posted a lot of his stuff a few years ago um and then uh mostly transitioned just so i knew him from uh Back when he was doing it at CTG, um, and a couple of guys are all in the same circle, uh, we probably bet with each other more, you know, seriously in the last few years. Um, but uh, as you said, uh, obviously one a, a sharp guy has always, uh, you know, had a, a, like you said, a unique perspective on, on college football, uh, and a good guy, to, a guy to work with, a guy that uh, you know I consider a friend. Now we talk about more than more than just football, but obviously that's how it um, we got started. So yeah, it's always. Um, yeah, and Brandon, he's got it. He bought this. He used to do dynasty stuff for a, a place. Doesn't do that anymore. He bought his own website, and it's brandonchicken.com. I forget the origin of the name, but that's where if people are asking for the link. That's where he puts the the link. I think he usually finds it on Twitter uh, or posts it on Twitter. But that's where he posts those game recaps uh, every week. So um, yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I highly recommend it. He thinks about sure. stuff differently, and I also like seeing what he bet. Because if I miss a number on the open, more than likely he's the guy that beat me to a number when, when it's uh, betting opening numbers at Circa or whatnot. So very sharp individual. One of the best guys in the college football space. Really respect him, to, to say the least. I've uh, got a few minutes here before we bring on uh, Douglas Farmer and Parker Fleming and, and get their thoughts on the big game coming up here. Uh, let me get to a couple things in the chat. Unless you got something uh, you want to get off your chest here, I know. I will. So thoughts. we talked about hypotheticals uh, and betting. What? So we don't tell. Don't tell. You know, my, the, the NIL hardball. But I, you know, got some Washington position here. I will say, I was expecting a much cheaper Michigan money line tonight. Um, I did was too. Then Shit. I ended up. I ended up, and I, I just that was. Did my you wait, thing. or did you get some? Because I waited. I thought I'd get it today. I, I I waited and ended up having to pay more than I wanted to, to be honest. So yeah. it, it made myself say I, I was expect, you know, I was hoping for, um, you know, like a minus 175 something. I thought this game, you know, flat yep. four or something. It obviously went the other way. Uh, and now, you know, I had to, so I'm going to, you know, if I don't 
hit the middle window there. Going to cost myself some money, but it, it just, it, you know, it is what it is from a market read thing. I, I didn't think we'd get to, I mean, some places have even touched six for a minute. So I guess I was a little surprised uh, at, at the movement out there um, and, and, you know, going to cost myself some, some, some change there uh, on, on having to lay a heavier, heavier money line price. Minus, it's funny you say that minus one seventy five. That's what I was thinking we might see today at some point. It was there on the open. I just waited because I was like, well, I mean, if it's going to open like this, I mean, how far is it going to go? Because yeah, I just had this thought process like, you know, people didn't like the Washington uh, number against Oregon. At least they questioned it. I'm sure they bet Washington in that game. Washington cast their tickets. I'm sure they went back to the well against Texas. Washington wins another game outright. I just thought we'd see a little bit more recreational Washington money line. Just haven't seen it. Uh, Dealey, we will get to your stuff. We will close the show off with the, the force bet on the side and total. We'll wait for that one uh, at the very end for me and Kanish as far as side and total there. Mark S., yep, you're right. Michigan hat, minus 210. Again, thank you uh, to Tony for sending that to me. I will say this. If Harbaugh leaves Michigan and I don't like their new coach, this will be the last time I wear a Michigan hat. I'm I, wearing this out of respect for the guy that was born in the same hospital as me. Love Harbaugh. Love the will, whole family to death. We will. I know. I know we'll have a plenty of offseason content. I, I do think tonight's his last his last game at Michigan. Yeah. Uh, and Sharon Moore is your next Michigan coach. So um, I, I is that your best bet tonight? I think that's a pretty good bet. I uh, I, I think this is this is a, a win or lose to be honest with you. But yeah, I think this is. Uh, this is it. So hopefully you can go out with uh, with a natty um, and then, uh, you know, go for that Super Bowl. Tailgate tent. <laughs> there we go. I uh, should have got to this one when franchise was on. Uh, glad you guys could fulfill franchise. Make a wish. You tweeted about that. That's funny. No, uh, it's good. I know Moretto tried to, he, you know, he has a, he's got uh, a business going kids and stuff. So it's a little hard uh, to, you know, get his, uh, get him on for the right time, but I'm glad we were able to get him on. Yeah, again, highly respect the guy. Mike in the chat. Yep, I worst season finale since Game of Thrones. Little sidebar when Zach's like, oh, saving the best for last, our last show. I'm like, of the season or is this it? We get canceled. <laughs> I know we had a bad year as far as best bets, but my goodness, I thought this is the way Phillips was talking before the show. I thought this was it. Uh, final hurrah. No no more no, no more condition myself. Uh, dirty bulk uh, in the chat. Uh, Michigan halftime. Uh but I halftime. So it would be Michigan to lead at halftime and win the game as well. Um, oh, okay. Thank yeah, I, don't you. Mind, I don't mind that. I don't. What's the it's the first half? Yeah, I think a lot of it's going to be coin toss, man. I I think both teams take the ball. Don't you take the ball if you're either team? That's a, no. Know, that's a, I haven't honestly. I haven't. Um, I don't know the trend this year for and and this is something not like it's a not trend, a trend for Michigan. But I think the last time they took the ball was against Penix or something. I thought someone said that. Interesting. Oh, yeah, when okay. he's in Indiana. Oh. Yeah, no, but I don't mind that halftime full-time. Insight in the chat. Speaking of that, Penix faced Michigan and uh, Harbaugh before 38-21 Indiana victory. That Michigan team was fucked up in 2020. <laughs> yeah, uh, being honest. Yeah. Penix for 30 of 50 passing, 342 yards, three touchdowns. Yeah, I, I – no correlation with me. Yeah, that that COVID year, uh, you, you would if you have if you wouldn't recognize that Michigan team from this Michigan team, because uh, uh, yeah, that that year was uh, rough. Hypothetical. Uh, before we br- bring on the guys here in a few minutes, got one for you. If the Ohio State game, a great one, doesn't get canceled, uh, is Harbaugh fired? And they get beat great. by forty points. I I definitely think he was closer to the door than 
than most people would realize. Because uh, they, they made all those adjustments in his contract to basically take away money, take away incentives and stuff for him to... Um, so, it, I don't know. But I, I would say, it, you know, if he got buried in that game, there was going to be... There was a lot of people calling for it anyway. But uh, yeah, there was it was a lot closer than I think most people think. Amazing. God bless you, Connor Stallions. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Cornelius Johnson, under 41 and a half receiving yards. Minus 130, hit that number one time in the last eight. Uh, tailgate likes the over. Likes the over. Um, yeah. I will say, if you if they're going to – he's been sneaky in one of those guys where the, the play action, he's like their play action. Everybody's loading the box. They go deep to Johnson. Um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't play over anymore at this number, but um, – I wouldn't Andy be surprised. Rivers if, got 36 and a half. I think that's still playable. Yeah. Yeah. Over. I wouldn't be surprised if you, if you saw a deeper shot to him tonight. Tailgate speaking of him franchise to go, especially because he buries Kanish on Twitter every week. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? If you dish it, you got to take it, baby. <laughs> Are you playing the Michigan lions? I, I see you're trying to bet six figures on that. Uh, the what, money line parlay, Michigan, Detroit this week. I, should have just bet uh, the Michigan money line at that time because it was 192, if I'm recalling that correctly. And now I'm having to lay. Um, I don't I, – I, let me say that. And I know, obviously, the spreads are different. Uh, would have more conviction in the Michigan uh, money line inside tonight than the Lions. I know friend of the show, Itman, played some uh, Rams uh, yeah, earlier today. Half, Mr. Muscles likes your Lions, though. Yeah, what are you going to call on that one? I, I think three know, is the fair number. I've yeah, I, I agree, too. I was probably going to see, you know, I was hoping uh, that his release would get give me a little bit cheaper there, but I haven't seen, uh, you know, a cheap three pop yet. What's so. your thoughts on Stafford coming back? I mean, it's a good narrative. Uh, I don't, I'm not huge on this Rams team to begin with, just in, in overall, but um, I, I Hope, hope we can take, you know, it'd be one of the nice to, hey, listen, you can't be scared. You got to slay the demons, baby. Without further ado, we'll get back to, we'll finish out the chat as we finish out the show, as far as our final thoughts, but without further ado, let's get to the guys that hold down the fort that actually had a better, much better best bet record than us. As far as the hit the books family, the never punt, never parlay guys, Douglas Farmer, Parker Fleming, not to be confused with the Parker Fleming special teams coach for Ohio State because I, every week my uh, Twitter timeline is, like, trending, and I'm like, Parker Fleming, what did he do now? What what advanced box scores got piled up? And half the time it's people bitching about the Ohio State special teams. Uh, so, guys, uh, happy national championship game. Good to see you. I, I mean, that season went by quick. I uh, saw you guys down here in Vegas before the season hell even started. Those four or five months went by quick. Uh, I'll open the floor to you guys. You guys can take this wherever you want. Thoughts, player props. How are you guys uh, feeling about the game? Any strong convictions? How are you attacking tonight's game? Yeah, well, thanks for uh, first off, thanks for having us on. It does feel like Vegas was just uh, just yesterday. And yes, to dispel the rumors, I still have a job. Everyone calling for Parker Fleming to be fired and thrown in jail every week. They're not talking about me. It's another guy. So, um, yeah, I, I like this one a whole lot. I'm I'm still a little I'm still a little angry at the uh, at the semifinal for for Michigan here because they just made that damn extra point. I would have been like four and zero because I had 
under under what was it uh, 40, 45 and a half under forty five. I'd Alabama plus one and a half. Alabama plus two. And if they just made that freaking extra point, we hadn't gone to overtime. I'd have been sitting pretty. Instead, they totally tanked me there. So uh, a little bit rough. Um, I mean, I'm sure you guys have talked about all this, and I'll, I'll I'll toss it over to Douglas here in a second. But I think the biggest question is just like, what kind of game are we going to get? Are we going to get Michigan like 13 personnel? Like, hey, your your defense is 65th in EPA per rush. We're just going to run it down your throat. Are we going to get the hey JJ McCarthy's healthy and we can be annoying through the air? Like, look at those crossing routes against uh, Alabama and how frustrating that was. I think what Michigan's offense does to set the tone is really kind of the defining factor here. I'm, I'm really on market. I've got this 30 to 26. So that was opening total and opening line. I mean, just, just almost exactly there. Um, and so I'm, I'm slightly inclined to believe that, that we might get an over here just because I don't think that Penix is going to stop slinging the ball, regardless of what happens. Dylan Johnson, not hundred uh, percent. But, but again, that's not a huge, huge edge for me. I think, I think the most interesting thing for me is uh, Washington money line is getting big enough now where I'm like, Hey, you know what, why, why not take the underdog and just see if it, see if it cooks. Brad, I want to thank you for that introduction of Parker. It brings me great joy every time he goes through that angst. It, it's nice to see Parker squirm a little bit. So thank you for that. I'm with Parker leaning on the over. But in a title game, I get a little worried. These guys might get tense. Play callers might get tense in the second half. i much rather play the first half over, which you can get at 27 and a half with some juice or 28. And that's just betting on this game is so game script dependent both teams are going to lean into what they want the game script to be. And that's going to escalate things before halftime. I'm going to sneak this in immediately. Uh, Cause a lot of people are asking about next year already before we uh, closed uh, the, the book on tonight. If you're not aware of what Douglas does, he, I've been reading his Notre Dame stuff for years. I, somebody asked me, give me a sneaky national title pick for next year. Oh no. And you know me, I am not a homer whatsoever. In fact, oh, I'm anti Notre no. Dame. I kind of like Notre Dame next year as a team, not only to make the playoffs, but make a run. Uh, well, what do you think of uh, that? I know it's early, Douglas, but I um, want to, you are a, more of an insider when it comes to the Irish than me. Am I crazy for actually liking Notre Dame for a change <laughs> next year? Notre Dame's usual greatest strength right now is its greatest uncertainty, and that is why I would uh, hesitate for a moment. Its offensive line is far from known for next season. It's got some promising young players, but these guys are young. That's part of why Riley Leonard fits them well. He can disguise some of the offensive line's weaknesses with his mobility. But if you're going to endorse Notre Dame, it's usually because of the offensive line, and I'm not ready to give you that endorsement. So, Brad, just just slow down a little bit and see how effusive the springtime praise is. is yeah, well, I like Tim Brock. One game versus Oregon State's seven-on-seven team, and now, now he's winning hey, the man. battle. Hey, you got Leonard, the preview. You know, All the guys are out. You saw the team that hey. was good. The team's gonna be man. As we know, as we know from the Florida game last year, bowl games against Oregon are a perfect preview. Oregon State are a perfect preview of what's gonna happen next season. So, I think the uh, argument that the national title next year, <laughs> the <laughs> team like what's what's Notre Dame like twenty five hundred right. Uh, 20 or 25 so, so, I've seen. Yeah, so like that tier is like Penn State, Notre Dame, Texas A&M, Clemson, USC. Oklahoma maybe is close to that, a little further off. I'm like, eh, maybe Notre Dame out of that tier. But yeah, that, that would be my biggest argument, I think, is probably value on that, right? The, the two things that are standing out to me here are, Parker, what you're saying without saying there is it's the schedule game. Notre Dame, as of now, who knows what Louisville, A&M, or Florida State are going to become. They might change their rosters still. But Notre Dame's schedule looks pretty advantageous. And two, yeah. Joey, you've got to realize – I have 
behind Brad's back, described him as an irrational Notre Dame fan who doesn't know he's irrational. If he's coming in optimistic, that is a heck of a change of pace coming out of Brad Powers that I never saw coming. I agree. I haven't seen that. Listen, we've been this guy's been fading Notre Dame for two years. We're doing the show, and now we're now we're betting them. You know, the twenty to one to win it the day. It does explain oh. some of your best bets record that Brad kept fading Notre Dame this season when it was May, doing pretty May, well. Yeah, that was, that was our yeah. That was apparently Marcus Freeman should have been. Uh, you know, he's the new Dan Campbell guy. Seventy percent ATS there. <laughs> we could have just backed him, but. Uh, yeah, no, that I, I I'm I'm shook from from uh, I didn't know this was going to turn into a you know uh, Notre Dame. Got to get that in there. I might wasn't not talk me. to him for a while. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, going to be favored in every game. And you saw Marcus Freeman's recruited a lot better than than Brian Kelly ever did. The depth of the team showed against. I know Oregon State had a bunch of opt outs, but Notre Dame has as many opt outs as anybody. They just truck that team. I mean, I don't have to worry about team culture. Mike Dembrock, they're spending money pulling him from LSU as the offense coordinator. I'm very optimistic on Notre Dame. Let's get back on schedule, though, guys. I'm sorry I took us off on a national championship preview. But anything in the prop market that, that kind of interests you, whether it's Michigan, Washington, uh, anything that you guys really took advantage of? Go yeah, ahead. I did. Uh, so I did. I did the BetUS show today, and so some of my lines are, are specific to to them. I haven't been as as sharp since because I've been trying to work today. <laughs> well, after I did that, but I had a couple here that were. Uh, that I liked a little bit. Uh, I think uh, over there you could get Roman Wilson to score a touchdown at, at plus 160. I loved how confident uh, and comfortable McCarthy looked at the end of the game uh, last last game with, with Roman Wilson, uh, just saying, hey, we need to move the ball and we're going to get it to our guy. You look at the target share, you look at how much they shift around, and really, uh, you know, it's it's not that they're one-dimensional in a bad way. It's just they know what they want to do and know what they want to create. And I love to see, again, uh, McCarthy a little bit healthy and Wilson really, really involved. So I, I like that a lot. Um, I think first TD uh, quorum, again, I would look at the markets of this, some, uh, but, uh, but over at BetUS, that was plus 350. Um, and I like Corum first TD because I think Washington's secondary does a good job of not allowing explosives, even if they do allow a little bit of success there. And so I could see Michigan moving down the field pretty well and then getting in the red zone. And I think any red zone situation, Corum's just going to absolutely eat them up. Michigan's like 12th in finishing drives in the nation. Washington's defense 100th in allowing finishing drives. Um, and so those two TDs were, were, uh, were interesting to me uh, earlier today. I'm going to echo you, Parker, but I do want to acknowledge something that Brad and Joey were talking with Franchise about. Anytime touchdown markets are – they're ripping us off. And Brad might have noticed earlier yeah. in the season I would do the math on Notre Dame games just to show how egregious the hold was compared to the total. Oh. You'd like to think in a game like this maybe it's a little tighter. We've got that much more of a market. Parker's Blake Corum first touchdown, I prefer it first Michigan touchdown. Just coin flip, take that out of it, and you can get that. I'm seeing a plus 165. I just like that a little bit more simply because of coin flip and who knows what. But to Parker's point about if they're in the red zone, it's Blake Corum. He scored at least two touchdowns in 10 out of 14 games this season. The four games he didn't were blowouts where he got six fewer touches than he did in the other 10 games per game. So if I can get Blake Corum at two or more touchdowns at plus money, I'm seeing a plus 135 at DraftKings right now. That to me makes sense. If Michigan gets into the red zone three times, Blake Corum's going to have half a dozen red zone carries. If he doesn't have half a dozen red zone carries, it's because he took two of them into the end zone on the first touch he got. That is, to me, the best prop that I like. Uh, and it plays right into – we're all discussing the over effectively with every prop we mentioned, it seems like. 
No, I agree. You yeah, know, it's I agree. scary, but I that's where I was going with a lot of this stuff was over. I even a couple of guys I respect, they said they, their portfolio is more overs than unders for this game. So a little scary when you're in that. Are you in the similar boat, uh, Joey? No, I yeah, I, this is usually, uh, you know, I think I know some guys for a while that would spray championship game unders almost regardless of, of, of matchup and that. But I, I tend to lean that way as well. And as you said, they have – Michigan tendency throughout the season is they just – they have not gone to anybody else in the red zone. The the Mullings, they, you know, maybe in garbage time, Donovan Edwards has had the season from hell, and they, it doesn't seem like they trust him to give the give him the ball anymore in almost any scenario. And um, they don't QB sneak it with McCarthy almost ever. Uh, he's not really that that type of quarterback. So if they're inside the five, it's like, and they're going to run the ball. It's Cora. It's been, been the entire year of Cora. Why, why, why change script now? So yeah, I, I agree with the read there for sure. And tonight it could be inside the 15. They're going against a, a weak rush defense that struggles in the red zone in scoring range. And it, you say inside the five, it could be inside the 20 for Blake Corum tonight. Just dial it up and run it down their throats. The other, uh, the other one I like kind of along those lines, I, I see right now you got a Jack West over two and a half receptions. Uh, FanDuel, you can get that plus money for over there. I like him last week. I think, you know, Washington does a really good job at getting involved at kind of all four levels with like their three wide receivers. And Westover had a really good game. Westover's big games have also been Utah, Oregon, uh, Oregon State, or Utah, Oregon State, sorry, and Texas. Um, and so when they've had, you know, some defensive struggles, uh, they've really gone to him kind of shorter. If Michigan's defense, if Michigan's pass defense is what it's advertised and they show up and can absolutely lock down the corners, I expect Westover to kind of be the outlet, get some of those shorter passes. Can they do something quick and go? So I love an over two and a half on, on, on Westover too. Zach, let's go ahead and put that as a best bet. That was franchise yeah, like it. That's Parker Fleming approved. That's approved by me. Kanish talks about the passing game being an extension of the running game for Washington tonight. I like that prop a lot. Let's count that in the record over two and a half for Westover. Have we, I was, I had franchise on when you had him on earlier. Has there been any discussion of any under in this game, but in any prop? I don't know that I heard him bring up one. No, he did not. I wrote them all. Uh, Dylan Johnson, uh, just because of bad numbers. Right, from that's him. a little, that's a little skewed. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was yeah. just bad numbers by Sergio. I wish I would have saw that shit. If, uh. um, if I if I had to go under on like we just talked Donovan Edwards, I, I don't know if he's going to be a big. He wasn't a big part of the game plan versus Bama. I don't. It, Kalel Mullings is better at running the ball than Edwards in, in 22. And so, what's wrong with him? Is he hurt? What, what's wrong with Edwards this year, man? Yeah, he, he had some Good physical stuff. Guy. He actually did an interview, talked about this week that he's having some mental health struggles stuff. So they, uh, I, I just, it's one of those where I kept expecting him to get back in the flow. It never happened. Um, and his numbers are still kind of pretty. Like I think you've got rushing and receivings like 51 or something like that. I could only go. I mean, I played some unders on him last game. I don't think in the even. In this, you know, type of scenario, if they're changing game plans or any of that, if anything, I think it's more Mullings, not more Edwards. And more McCarthy running. And more McCarthy. It's McCarthy. like, it, yeah. it's just, yeah, it hasn't, it it just hasn't happened for him this year. Um, and I don't think, you know, we've got 13, 14 games of data that uh, it just hasn't worked out. So to me, uh, and you saw Mullings caught a ball last week. They were using him in out routes. Like, he seems to have taken taking the the almost the running back two away from him. I uh, Parker Douglas whoever has strongest take uh, anything Washington uh wide receivers cuz that seems to be a very popular prop. Obviously Dunze gets a lot of the treatment as far as our listeners and everybody. 
that would be one that I would probably shade towards more negative. I think it'll be other options, whether it's Polk, McMillan, or like we mentioned, Westover. I'm, I'm a little bit more skeptical of uh, Adunze's uh, receiving yards and catches tonight. Franchise brought up Polk, and I think he said it was up to 53 and a half now. I'm very much on Jalen Polk tonight. It's Odunze is going to get matched up at least. Maybe not shut down because he is who he is, but matched up. And that's going to create – it's the same as the tight end thought. They're going to have to go to options three and four, and that's going to create yardage. I prefer the yards to the catch because then I kind of need only one, but I can understand the exact opposite thought process of five short completions creates a, a receptions prof cash. Can I guys, can I like, go kind of counter on guys, the Odunze? Oh, go on. ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say, can I go counter on the Odunze and just ask a question? Like, are we sure Washington can't scheme Odunze getting the ball closer to the line of scrimmage? Uh, his average depth of target is fifteen point six. I mentioned that with kind of the layering, like Polk is fourteen, McMillan's ten, Westover six point eight. Is it? I mean, it's entirely on the table for me. I think that they know. Hey, Penix has a cannon. Penix can get the ball into a tight window, but the margin for error is going to be way smaller. Why don't we run some weird shit? Sorry, I don't know if I can say that here. Why don't we run some weird stuff? Oh, you and can. Then, uh, I, I figured I think her joking about cursing on a show with Kanish was was uh, was was a, a good bit there, but. Uh, <laughs> Are, are we sure that are we sure that Debora, they can't scheme up Odunze just getting the ball a little bit more creatively? Like I think that's where I'm interested in maybe an over. Like he's he basically gone over close to over at or over the um, the prop for every game this season. And I think if you believe they're static and just kind of chucking it to him one way, yeah, he's going to get completely shut off. I'm inclined to believe they can try to make him a little bit more of a Swiss Army knife and and get the offense running through him, even if the downfield stuff doesn't work, uh, you know, kind of immediately. Hey, that that goes in with my Polk over yardage because you're kind of saying that maybe they use the other guys deeper and have Odunze working underneath. So the deep shots for me get me over and Odunze can mess up the game from the interior. Do you guys, uh, how much do you get in on the uh, props on the national championship game? Uh, are you heavily involved or uh, more side total guys? Um, I've got some of the two plus touchdowns out of Blake Corum. I, uh, not to make Joey feel too appreciated on, I've had a Michigan future since July at plus nine fifty. I'm oh. willing and mostly just trying to stay away from putting myself in a compromised position at this point. I like hey, it. I know uh, my friend of the show, Locky uh, on YBYB was all, he was touting the Michigan, uh, for a lot of the season too. So, uh, do you have one Kanish, Mr. I Wolverine? Actually don't because I, I was expecting, you know, all year I was like, well, if we get to the end of this, lose the Penn State game or something, I'll buy the dip. There was no dip. We didn't lose any games. So I, uh, uh, I unfortunately, uh, you know, it's like the guy who passed up Bitcoin at a uh, thousand bucks because he, you know, was trying to get uh, it at 500. So, uh, no, hopefully I'll, uh, you know, be be rooting at home, but no future in the portfolio for me. And in, in addition to the cash, I want that to come home because if it does, I officially beat Parker in bowl games, win totals, and futures this season, losing the regular season by only one game. I, I need that bragging rights. Wait, okay, you guys, are, you counting, are you counting the bullshit? Are you counting the bullshit yes or no Notre Dame-USC game that you were like, <laughs> yes. if it works, I'm going to count yes. it. If it that doesn't work for me, I'm not counting it. Um yeah, I mean, as someone who uh, – great, my ball season record was bad. I, I'm there. That's fine. As someone who had two of the sickest tickets in terms of going into conference championship weekend with Louisville and Oklahoma State to win the conference, I, I'm feeling pretty good at the end of the season. So I faded I, – I, I chilled out a little bit in bowl season. It didn't go too crazy just because I felt like I had done pretty well so far this season. 
I'm not saying you didn't. I'm just saying that I want the bragging rights here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, there's nothing wrong with some head-to-head bragging rights. Uh, you know, some of us on the show, uh, you get to enjoy those spoils. So, uh, hey, it's it's a nice thing to be in. <laughs> Parker, it's like we, Never Punt, Never Parlay, have bragging rights over Powers and Joey. Well, uh, well, well that's, I mean, that's uh, not that's saying much. It's, it's not show, only I think show bragging rights. A drunk baby it, flipping it, coins had uh, bragging rights over us this year. <laughs> I also think if you made me spam more than three bets a week on a on a show, I'd probably look a little worse too. So uh, I, I get that volume matters. Volume matters. Um, what do you guys? So did you guys have any any action, Brad or Joey? About um, I, I I've hopped on. I'm sure rehashing a little bit. But uh, did you guys have action on on a side for for this when it opened, or have you changed? I've I mean, been waiting. I'm seeing it's at six now for Michigan now. It felt bad. Yes, it's touching that high. I, I laid three and a half on the open. Uh, hasn't gone well for me all year. So, I mean, probably load up Washington money line when you see something like that. But uh, <laughs> my numbers actually were closer to six. I mean, it's a very – Washington, I would say, of any team that's made the national championship game in recent memory, very tough team to power rate uh, if you're just doing basic power ratings. Because, I mean, let's face it, they had five, six-game stretch. Not one or two off games. Literally six games to close the regular season where they were not even forget top five, top 10. They weren't even playing like a top 20 team. I mean, legitimately almost should have lost to Arizona State, could have lost to Stanford, you know, could have lost to Washington State, could have lost to Oregon State every damn game. Uh, but when they flipped the script here, I mean, end of the season, how much do I upgrade a team? You know, it's one data point now out of 12 instead of one out of three. I, I, I'm struggling. I, I'm not sure I'm the only one in that regard. So I had a little bit of an overlay uh, on this game. Uh so we'll see. Hey, uh, you guys don't mind getting a couple qu- uh, chat questions, do you? Uh, no, bring them on. Zachary in the chat. <laughs> we have a pretty sarcastic chat. Uh, has anyone factored in Michigan has the Jordan logo on their jersey? Michigan all <laughs> minus 23. You have you guys done that, anything? Dude, you know, joking as here, it ain't cheap. Have you guys done anything in the all market in the game? Um, uh, go ahead, Parker. No, I was going to say something stupid about back when I was like covering TCU day in, day out. I was doing Gary Patterson uniform coverage, cover analysis, like based on what color uniform they were wearing, how they were against the spread. But I haven't done that for, uh, I haven't done that for Michigan or anybody this year. Well, if I, what, Kanish, you might, have you seen their uniforms they're going with? I would went, I would have preferred the traditional Michigan uniform. They're going all blue tonight. All blue. Yeah, you know what? I like. Uh, I'm more of a I'm more of a blue than a maize guy. So uh, really, I, I, well, yeah, I, maize I like is not a color; it's a vegetable. Hey, speak, speak, speak the truth there, man. That's exactly. Hey, hey, anything's better than the Notre Dame green, if you know what I'm saying. So uh, oh, Zach, hey, a little, little maize and blue, baby. They're blue and gold school. So come on, uh, Zach. Did you guys see Book It uh, with Trent Washington money line tonight? He was saying congrats to you guys uh, for the Michigan Wolverines. I, I will say it, it. It's gotten – it got farther out now where, like, I know we can make jo- – and, again, I think Michigan went, but, like, I mean, there's some 195s out there. Yeah. Um, it, it's just, like, I, I couldn't shame somebody for playing the price now, uh, especially you might get a two-to-one before kickoff. Like, um, I, I just well, – And, like – I'm not going to pretend my model's this well calibrated, but like I've got 39 win percent, right? For, for Washington. Okay. You're going to give me, you know, 33 less than maybe even less than 30. If it falls to two to one, like that's, 
on on principle, that's an edge, right? Like the Washington yep. money line feels like the yep. biggest edge I have in this game, even though I don't think it's going to happen. And Brad, <laughs> oh, it's stunning. Oh, I mean, and you would have thought the opposite was true. I really thought I was going right. to get a discount on Michigan's money line today. I, I'm shocked that when you know I would agree with it. I would say, uh, be, due to the variance, a uh, bowl season. It, we said this: if you're going to bet the dog, you better put a little bit on the money line because uh, uh, the, the upsets happen much more frequently uh, during bowl season. Uh, Justin just had a compliment. I uh, love seeing the uh, hit the book squad together. This is awesome. Yeah, it is cool. I wish guys, we should do this more often. Uh, hopefully you, can, you guys can boost our winning percentage up a little bit more. So yeah, we'll I was going to say, we need, you need these guys on to, uh, for the picks. Yeah. Let's yeah. We can do the let's talking and, and Vegas next year you guys too. Yeah. For the best bets. Well, Parker, for Joey to go to Vegas, he would have to confirm that he's an actual living, breathing person and not and that, a, and a valid to, scam. You know, you leave this, uh, you know, swanky abode here. So that 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 would be tough. But no, I, I agree. <laughs> I, I spent, you know what? And I I told Moretto, uh, if we put it on the pizza man's dime officially, uh, I, I'm in. So uh, ho- you know, hopefully Zach's content chief by then, and uh, we can charge it to, to Pizzola. Do you guys have any closing thoughts? Anything you want to plug? Uh, w- watch about party tonight. Anything uh, special you guys are doing tonight or, or uh, moving forward? I'm not going to watch. <laughs> I, I thought about that for my mental. After the Alabama game, I was up till 3 a.m. I felt like L the next day. So two I was years like, ago, oh, maybe, maybe I should go uh, watch a movie or something. Yeah, Come out yeah. and check my phone. Two years ago, I had Georgia at eight to one for far more than I have at the moment. And I knew my mental health would be better off if I did not watch that game. So I went to a dive bar beneath a rock and underneath a rock club and just drank a beer there until I knew the game was over. And I might do that again. There you go. Nice. Spanky would have uh, <laughs> <laughs> Douglas is Brad Pitt in Moneyball. That's it. He just doesn't watch the games. Yeah, no, uh, I, just, I, just looks I, at the numbers. You can as someone who lost most of his sanity. That's a that's a good strategy. You can only <laughs> justify doing it for this game. All the rest of the season, I need to watch the games to learn about next week. <laughs> yeah. I need to be planning forward. Right now, uh, this game doesn't impact anything moving forward. I cannot watch this and be all the same for it. Yeah, I got the, I got the mother in law in town. She's taking care taking care of the kid. I'm gonna open a couple of beers and watch the game and fire off some flaming hot tweets. So uh, check me out on on Twitter. But other than that. It's the end of the season. We're just enjoying it, man. Just enjoying it. Well, appreciate you guys coming on. Uh, so any final predictions for you? I know you're rooting for Michigan, Douglas. Uh, 30 to 26 for you. You're going to go with the – that'd be nice for the model. It'd be, it'd be great. We had a great bowl season. I wish I had shut up and listened to my stupid numbers during bowl season a little more. Maybe I'd have done a little bit better. But, yeah, I think I think we're in that range right there. 30 to 26. I think we'll flirt with an over. And um, I, I think Michigan wins. Uh, I – Having the model one side, I can root for Washington guilt-free and say, you know, I win either way. So it uh, should be should be a lot of fun. Expect All a right. first half over and a second half of tension, and that's why I'm not going to watch because of that tension. <laughs> Fair enough. Guys, really appreciate you guys jumping on for here. Sure. Uh, have fun. Enjoy the games. We'll be talking to you in the future. Are you guys going to be doing a lot of uh, off-season shows? Talk to Moreto and Zach, I suppose. We'll figure yeah, I mean, out. I got an interesting – you know, Zach's telling me, oh, final one of the season, the way he said it. I was like, are we canceled? I mean, <laughs> sorry, do you guys whatsoever. do you guys know that I'm I'm the best college baseball handicapper on the planet? I don't know if you guys are aware uh, of that. Yeah, that yeah, uh, Oklahoma fans, oh, yes. boomer sooner of that, uh, this off season. <laughs> if you're handing out winners, there will be an audience. I don't care what market <laughs> right. it is. See you guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate you. All right, Kanish.
Uh, we'll wrap it up here. Uh, go to the basics, back to basics, fundamentals, the chat. Uh, Sharon Moore a lock, or will they go to after DeBoer? I've heard whispers about that, but I, I would say more, 90%. I, I would agree with you. Uh, I don't think. I mean, it'd be one of those if you could get Kalen DeBoer. I don't know how you would pass it up, but it. I think they would just just elevate more. So, yeah, 90%, 95%. And I honestly, at this point, I would wager on that happening. I think our ball takes an Is NFL. Is that available? Up. I've seen some bet online stuff that uh, – I think you only get 25 bucks down. Right, it was, right. But it was favoring Harbaugh, like minus 180 NFL. Uh, last I looked at it. Uh, Harbaugh was almost Scott Frost. Yeah, that's uh, kind of our discussion. It, it was legitimately. It was, it yeah. was, it wasn't Frost esque close, um, but it was close. Longest touchdown under 48 and a half minus 110. I, man, I hate being square, but I, I I'm not betting under on that one. I could see big plays. Yeah, especially if if you you would think Washington, right? But uh, and it could happen. But oh, I think Michigan's um, capable of it. I agree. I think if Washington goes very ultra aggressive in the you know trying to load the box and run game, I, I think you could get one of those big. So yeah, um, I'm thinking like the Buckeye type game script uh, last few years. Uh, I think Joel Clad did a good job. He's talking about the similarities between. You know, Michigan, uh, you know, they are built to defend a team like Washington yeah. because, uh, you know, they, they changed their scheme up to, to defeat uh, or at least defend better. An Ohio State passing attack. So uh, I could see that, that kind of game script where they keep everything in front of them. But Michigan offensively, I think, can be boom or bust. That would be the Adunze um, counter I'd have. Is uh, You remember, and I remember this vividly, Marvin Harrison saying after the game, Michigan threw stuff at him that he hadn't seen in his entire career and limited. And again, he still made plays. Um, yeah, he did. But he, I think he was only four or five catches. Um, and I, I would assume they'll go with the same, same type of, you know, coverage uh, on a Dunze uh, tonight. So um, yeah. And again, a great player will make his plays, but six and a half is, is a bit rich for me. Nick C let's go over in Natty Lions Super Bowl. I wouldn't mind that. I know you would. I mean, would you I, I, I wouldn't I mean, mind that, but what would uh, happen I, with you? I mean, I would think you just... one's actually going to happen tonight. Yeah, I was going to say, I might just, I, I don't have to, you know, like, I, I don't have to, you know, watch sports anymore if that happens. But uh, I think you'd be happy with Alliance one playoff one. Yeah, you? I was going to say, we could do, yeah, we could, a win just to end the, the, for the stupid streak of people saying we haven't won a playoff game in, uh, you know, 800 years or whatever it is. So, um, but I think one is actually going to happen tonight. The other one, uh, we'll see. Yeah, I think you're okay with there. Uh, over seven total touchdowns at plus 100. Where you at on that one? I'd lean that it way. Sounds I about right, think, right? Yeah, I mean, it fits in with. I I would lean that way just because I, I think you're you're going to get two teams that are that are pretty aggressive on fourth down, and I would expect DeBoer to be ultra aggressive. Um, has to be tonight. Yeah, yeah I think so, he, he has to be right off the bat. Yep. Um, uh, I would lean that way. Same thing with uh, when we talked not playing the field goal proper or any field goal prop someone said a sack i want earlier in the chat there was a guy asked about sack. i haven't found a total sacks because i was looking i was hoping for a michigan under so if anybody sees that in the proper you know where like a sacks over under um let me know because I, I would probably lean towards depending on the number of course under sacks for both teams and you played uh jalen harrell under 
Yeah, there was so there were some yes nos at FanDuel on and Harold was the one that you could get the cheapest no price. And to be honest, he was the guy of the guy they had Stewart and McGregor listed. Um Harold Harold's just not the he's not the pass rush specialist of those guys. He's more of the set the edge type of guy. And he's he had six and a half on the year, but three and a half were versus like UNLV. How many sacks are they gonna get on Penix? I mean, I this ain't the Alabama game. I mean, right, they, right, I, right. So I'd um, if they got three as a team. I wouldn't you if they got three. I, I agree. Over I agree. Like one and a half, so, two, right? I was I was hoping that they would post like, but that was the I just bet he was the cheapest one. He was the guy that I, I liked even the best there on the I think that moved a bit, but I was looking for other sack stuff. I, I, I wasn't able to find it. So um that was the the only thing if anybody's got that out there, but I don't think it's it's around. What was your thoughts on the overall prop availability? Obviously, more than your typical college football game. I I'm not used to it. I don't bet a lot of it, but I was a little underwhelmed. Were you? I tend to tend to agree with you there. I yeah. I I was hoping for a uh, a little bit more as well, especially. And you know what? The other thing is some, and we talked about it with uh, Doug uh, and Parker, like some of the hold on these stuff, especially if you want to do like, you know, touchdown markets or alt markets to that stuff is pretty, pretty unattractive. So uh, I, I was hoping for more just like random stuff. Like a lot of times yeah. at Super Bowl, you get like totally ridiculous stuff. Um, actually, some of that stuff I, I think was uh, offshore at some places yeah. that, uh, you know, but um, for the most part, yeah, there there wasn't as much at, uh, you know, the domestic stuff that I, that I was hoping for. Joe in the chat, anything from Blue Horseshoe? I was just checking. Not nothing. He's been all quiet. Where did, where did he end there. up in the the millions? I don't know. Top 10, maybe. I don't know. He ended up having a partial of the freaking uh, Survivor. I heard that. I didn't know. I didn't know he had a piece of one of those. Yeah. Guy's got his hands in everything. Yeah, I know. Unbelievable. It's very, uh, very, very frustrating for, uh, you know, the, the good people out there that uh, – yeah, no, like he needs to, anymore. He's already. Uh, I mean, I live in Seven Hills. He's at the top of the hill. I'm at the bottom. So <laughs> what more does this guy need? Jesus, I mean, it's just unbelievable. Tyler in the chat thoughts on JJ under an interception. Ooh, um, I I, I lean that way just because. Right. I don't. Um, did you see the Penix interception numbers? I was like, I I'm, he's gonna throw a pick tonight. It was like minus two fifty when I first. Yeah, I yeah, at. I know, I know. I was looking at that. That's why I didn't play either. I'm just yeah, price wise, uh, I, I didn't get on. Look at that. One. I thought then that'd be like minus one fifty. When I saw, I was like, that was the first thing that came to my mind. I was like, I think Penix will throw a pick tonight. I couldn't believe that price. Yeah, it was heavy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kyle in the chat under the radar long shot player to have a big game or score a touchdown for us DFS players. Do you have a guy on Michigan? Man, that that's the – and, Kyle, this is what I was talking earlier when I was looking for any – the guys that, you know, the the Samaj Morgan, the Tyler Morris, the um, uh, Khalil Mullings, they they were all a big part of the game plan uh, in, in the Alabama game. So the prices all got screwed for this game. Um, one guy that I don't think got a target um, last game that I uh, – would be Barner, the, the, the Michigan tight end, too – Love the tight ends weren't featured, and now everybody seems to be kind of off that. Would expect Michigan to go back uh, to the bread and butter of running the ball in tight ends today. So uh, if you can get a you know an AJ Barner, and again his, his anytime price wasn't. I think I got ten to one versus Bama, and it was like half that versus you know. So 
maybe maybe a barn or yards, um, or if, if you've got him out at a super cheap DFS price. You want a big time long shot, Culp. I like the backup tight end for Washington. I yeah. think he's a good ball. Someone mentioned this in the chat. We didn't Westover did have a lower body injury uh that was on the the and so I think he's fine, but I agree that if that flares up or if that's a little bit worse than maybe they're letting on, uh that 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 Colt could be, you know, the guy there that that, that starts getting reps. It's even like ten to one. I that, that doesn't I know. Appeal. No, I know. it's just I no. I mean I, I would think all oh, long shot that was gonna be twenty to one or better. But I guess those those markets just don't don't I don't know. I just I can't believe it. Speaking of that, before we sign off, I mean, because people were asking us uh, about it. Uh, Heisman markets already out of a few books. National championship markets out of a few books. I haven't made a bet yet. I, I think some of the, the the prices are ridiculous. So I'll I'll probably wait closer to spring. Let the here's, portal. Here's a little. It the and I'm and I'm. I've heard this from people in there when they initially post these. This is a little devious thing in the. They, they put more hold in the market when they yeah. first post it. So you'll get, as as the market gets closer, they lessen the hold percentage. You'll get, but unless they make them, you know, like a, a mistake on one yeah. price or something, the, the prices will improve the closer you get to the season. So I agree. I would weigh, especially national title. Um, I, I would, you know, we'll, we'll have plenty know. of shows I don't there. even know if I want to bet it. I mean, I was joking kind of about the Notre Dame stuff, but – I mean, we got a bracket now. I mean, I, I'd like That's, to see the pathway. Right. You yeah. got to win what three, four games now, depending on yeah. who. You're. So, so yeah, it's just not about you know what team can actually run the table, eleven and one, twelve and zero. Now you're like, well, I mean, this team can mess up, lose a couple games, still make it, and have a, a favorable pathway. This is in the weeds, and we can talk about this more in depth. I, I I have something as far as the bracket. I think the five seed is the seed you want, believe it or not. You play the group of five, uh, the five twelve matchup. Keep in mind they're giving out auto bids, uh, four auto bids for conference champs. What the fuck is the Big Twelve gonna? Big Twelve champ can have two or three losses as a four seed. So right, you're like right. the five seed. You get a group of five, and then you get a, a bad conference champion, possibly the worst one uh, out of the power conferences. I don't know. It's an interesting. That's, that's an yeah, that's a sneaky uh, angle a year in advance there. That uh, I agree because when they you know when they set it up, they're they're setting it up for what the old guy now though you know you, you take all the good teams and put them in two conferences. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I agree. No, that's a good uh, that's a good point. I, I think as we get closer and you can kind of see who's going to potentially fall into those seeds, could be uh, could be some value there. I think sweet spot. I I don't think you want to wait until August to bet futures because then they get you know everything you you can't pull one over on the books sweet spot for me is right after spring i think may is a really good month to jump into this stuff you get spring remember there's another portal in this after the spring too you don't want to be caught off guard by that uh especially i mean you could get oh i like Ole miss and then not that i think he matters their you know team powering but you get a judkin situation i love Ole miss love Ole miss all american running back gone just like that portal he's going to ohio state what the hell well, I don't like if I'm a Ohio State, I'm spending that kind of money to get a Judkins. I, I just I thought I, Henderson was coming back. So did I. Right. I don't I, listen. I don't know. I, I think 
think I think it's Mr. Ryan Day might be uh, not too long for that. He's feeling the pressure, man. I, <laughs> yeah, because I think he's feeling the pressure, and they're making some odd organizational decisions um, where it kind of feels like things are uh, – they're, like, trying to put fires out rather than have, like, this over big overarching strategy. So, yeah, I don't – I might be down on uh, the Buckeyes next year too. You want to talk about what ifs? What did they make the field goal last year against Georgia? Hey, man. Man. Wow. That'll be one that we, I think, when we look back in, you know, years from now, be like, wow, that guy ended up being right. a bum. Could have won the title. <laughs> he, he, was a, he was a field goal away from a national champion and probably, uh, you know, turned it to front two, getting fired in year four. Uh, Washington kicker. This is wine guy, 86, under six and a half points. Oh, I don't know. I'd lean I'm trying that to way. Do the math off the top of my head. Yeah, you know, one field goal. I don't know. That seems about appropriate, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'd lean under because I, I don't. I'm kind of thinking Washington refuses yeah. to kick again. One, you know, one field goal there, and you're you're up against it. So, but I'd lean under. Yeah, I mean, their team total is like 24 and a half. I mean, just to put that in perspective, one field goal, three points, three touchdowns, 21, 24 and a half. His total six and a half makes sense. Uh, you know, I guess maybe under. Uh, Connor in the chat, will there be an orgy package near the goal yeah, line? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think for they, that. Uh, they tried it versus Bama. Like they, it was just so telegraphed versus oh Bama. Like that was horrible. What? Yeah, it was, that uh, was the terrible, worst man. Play. Like everybody in the stadium was like, "Oh, he's gonna throw it this time." So, um, and then he, I mean, for that he has to run. No, they're just gonna, as uh, Farmer said, like. They just give it to Corm by the goal line. Well, why and why wouldn't you? Rocco in the chat shorts touchdown one and a half yards. I go under probably. Yeah, I agree. Just with, with I just I don't know. I picture Corm just hammering away. You got any any other things you want to get? Best bets, uh, player props, anything you want to get? We had the Westover one that I like. Watch it. We have that, and then he'll be hurt and scratch. Right, right. But no, I think the I think that was that was all we had in the the folio. So good. You want to uh, go McCarthy? I'm trying to think stuff that uh, franchise like that I agree with. I think uh, Zach fired it. I think Zach fired it, and I saw the it come across. So I think he fired a couple in as uh, okay. As, yeah, I'm as, okay. As, well, whatever the McCarthy over rush yards, I like. Uh yeah. Wow, good job. Look at Zach. Kudos for Zach. I mean, this final show, he's going out with a bang. That, that those would be the two that I like the most. Uh, trying to think if there's anything else. No, I think that's it. Did you want to put? Uh, I agree with your uh, Penix over completions. You want to do that one? Yeah, yeah. I, I just I don't I, I don't think it was widely offered. But uh, Zach, if you, if there's a twenty two and a half, you want to put in there. I, I think a couple places. And as, as we were saying, a lot of places. Uh, we're a little slight on these offerings. Uh, Zach, also, if you want to you want to block that minus 110 character there uh, that that's asking about the the Michigan sanctions, uh, you know, you can go <laughs> ahead and g- g- give him the give him the boot. Because, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, there's, uh, some Sparty trolls hitting the uh, hitting the chat here late. Um, f- final thought spread in total. I would bet lean Michigan at minus five and. Yeah, God, I'm I'm so neutral on the total. Maybe a gun to my head, I think I'd play under. But um, I, the only bad for me, pass on the total. Uh, yeah, a little back and forth there. Again, I thought I'd come on here and say, "Hey, guys, money line Michigan." I thought I know was going to be That's our best bet, too. but and then yeah. 
Uh, so I like, yeah, it just got, I was going to, as you said, 175, I was going to, that was going to be our best bet, but the line that it, I'm shocked that it got passed through 200 today. 24 and a half on the completions. You passing on that? Yeah. Yeah. Pass on the 24 and a half. Okay. Uh, team total for me. I like over 30 and a half for Michigan. I just think there's different pathways for that. Uh, I just, I'm going to play on what I perceive to be the biggest edge Michigan's offense versus Washington's defense. Uh, L it could be a shootout and they go back and forth. And I cash that. Uh, if you like Washington, I just, what, what's your thoughts on that? No, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think, uh, Tent had that too. I yep, agree. Yep, I don't know that. if Tent liked it on his own, but I did a podcast and that was my best bet. I don't know if I know he listens to that podcast. So I'm a little, if oh, Tent's still watching, I don't know if he the, piggybacked the tent, off of me. The Tent I mean, ripped a, a little, be a little BP thievery, uh, in the tailgates, uh, out at the tailgates, uh, took, took the beer from his cooler. So, uh, but yeah, no, I like the the thirty and a half. As well. I played some of that uh, when he released it, so yeah, no, I'm with you there too. All right, like that. That'll be you know what. Let's put that in. Let's go pro. Put Michigan. it in, baby. Last ride over thirty and a half. Uh, team total Michigan. Let's put that in. I'm gonna. That's what I'm rooting for big time. You can find it, Zach. As long as we're not laying too much juice there, I, I think we'll be okay. Uh, but over thirty and a half team total Michigan. Uh, that'll be that. I, I don't have any final thoughts. You know what? Uh, I was going to ask you, when do you want to pick this back up? As long as we're not canceled. Uh, you want to pick it up after the Super Bowl again? I, there's just not going to be too much that, that I'm going to offer in the next month. I'm going to wait for the, the portal to settle. You got the second go around a signing day. Uh, if some big market opens up, then sure, we can fire up a show. But uh, I would say we start these back up after the Super Bowl, at least yeah. one show. No, that makes sense. Uh, and then can kind of you know, get back into it, uh, you know, that time around and do some spring stuff. Um, but yeah, that uh, that probably as soon as we start seeing some some twenty twenty four. And I know the king of the spring will uh, be be watching. Uh, be watching. I'm hoping you get all uh, one one thirty. What is it? One thirty five. Uh, every spring. What's uh? What's your record? Is is to, are we gonna break the record this spring? <laughs> one thirty four this year because yeah. Kennesaw State's new. Uh, then what, what was your the most you've ever done? Like 60, 60 spring games. Oh, we, we're, we're blowing through that. They're not that, televised, man. man. What do you want me to do? Physically attend these things? Get press passes? Get the stream link set up. Get, we'll have Zach. We need to you know, hire an IT. Or you know who's looking for work? A guy that records uh, spring or some practice. So uh, we might be able to call Mr. <laughs> <laughs> See Mr. Stallions there on uh, retainer to, to, you know, go to the ECU spring game. So, uh Love yeah, it. we'll see if we can get the footage of uh, all the ones we want to see. Love it, man. That is the man, the myth, the legend himself, Joey Kanish, going out uh, with a good one, one of his better one-liners of the year. Thank you to everybody that contributed sure. as far as the chat and the questions all season long. We promise we will try to do a much better job as far as the best bets next year, but really appreciate you guys watching us all year long. It was Absolutely. a lot of fun. One of my favorite shows that I do each and every week. For the man, the myth, the legend himself, Joey Kanish. For producer extraordinaire, Zach Phillips. I'm merely Brad Powers. You just watched Hit the Books, part of the Hammer Betting Network.